right, welcome to another episode of Recipe Chat. Welcome. We're back. It's 2024. <laughs> it sure is. It's our first episode of 2024. Yes. A little, little bit of a break. How it's the end of January? How is your 2024 going, Katie? So far, so good. Good. Yeah. Steady. 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 Yeah. January's going pretty fast. Yeah. For for Minnesota, that's nice. And it's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, wait. I didn't say my name is oh, yeah. Rebecca Collins. I'm Katie Lale. And we're your hosts today uh, for Recipe Challenge. Our theme this episode is celebrity cookbooks. Celebrity cookbook. <laughs> do, do, do. Side or main. Side or main. And can't be one rule was... It couldn't be a like chef, like a celebrity chef. It had to be. Yes, we're talking like just celebrity, celebrity. not mm-hmm. like I'm known for cooking and now I have a book. <laughs> right. Right. But okay, wait. Before we get started, <laughs> I have another issue to bring up, or okay. a story, or a question for you. Okay, I love estate sales. Yes. And I was going through the list of upcoming estate sales in our area. And I saw this thing that is so ugly. Oh, my God. I know. Do you know what it is? I do. Did you buy it? Uh, No. But I at first I was like, oh, my God, who would own this thing? (laughs) So it's like a bust of a chef's head. But the chef has such long eyebrow hair that it covers his eyes and then a mustache that like covers his mouth perhaps we will post a photo of this object on our instagram so that you can see we'll post it the more i started thinking about it the more attached i got to the idea (laughs) of having this chef bus as our mascot all right so the question is should I try to acquire this chef bust at an estate sale in one week's time? I think so. We could have people vote, I guess. Okay. Or like take a look at it. All of our take hundreds, <laughs> actually thousands of voters out there who listen to our show. Should we have the hairy chef as our silent partner who comes to all of our taping? I mean, you have to see this thing. Like the- it's like... There's some claymation specials from the 80s. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who they are, like who made them. Not the ones you think of. Not like the Christmas ones. Mm-hmm. There's some like mm-hmm. less mainstream ones. They made one about with like the California raisins for Christmas. Okay, yes. Yep. And there's like a really, one. really messed up Mark Twain one. Oh, no. Ooh, that is so bizarre. With like even like the devil, isn't it? Oh. But it's that kind of claymation frozen into <laughs> a bust. I, when I saw it, or when you texted me the photo, I just responded, God, because when I saw the photo, it just was like, ah, and I just yeah. closed it. I know. That's what I, that's the, <laughs> that was it. that's the impression I had, but I was like, you know what? Now that guy is kind of growing on me. It reminds kinda... me of the Swedish chef. A I know. Bit, the right? Swedish... He's got like the bushy. Yep. Yes. Like, the bushy mustache, but the most disturbing thing about it is that he doesn't have eyes. You can't see his eyes. The eyes are also... So this that guy, bushy. this guy also does not have eyes. Like so all he has are these really long, eye, like eyebrow hairs that cover your eyes. And then you're a chef. Like I just think, like what a weird, what a weird combo. I wonder if you like who made like who made it, why, when. I know. 
And All you, I have no idea how much it costs. Yeah. They don't okay. share prices. So, uh, you know, it could be $5. It could be $25. <laughs> it could be $50. I mean, I guess I'd have to have a budget in mind. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a chance we'll end up with the Harry Chef. Could I'll leave that as a cliffhanger <laughs> for next month. Did we acquire oh Harry Chef? Stay tuned, okay. Harry Chef. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was my first thing I just wanted to bring up. Now back to celebrity cookbooks. Okay. Yes. So, um, you know, today is really the tale of Tale of Two Cities, <laughs> Upstairs, Downstairs, yes. Les High, Miserables. Highbrow, lowbrow. Right. Um, so do you want to reveal what cookbook you chose? For yes. me. I chose the here? Brady Bunch cookbook did i get it right yes alice's alice's brady bunch cookbook by ann b martin who played alice Alice. did i get her name right yeah yeah no wait davis davis oh my gosh i'm like not prepared ann b davis Davis. she played alice yes she played alice um so it's the brady bunch (laughs) essentially and the recipe that you chose I'll read it. Okay. Because it has a long name. It, it does. Barry. <laughs> Barry is, uh, what's his last name? Barry Williams. Barry Williams was yes. Greg. Yep. Barry's showstopper, zucchini, and Swiss cheese pie. <laughs> All right. So most of the cookbook is um, Anne, like Anne's recipes. And there's some like quotes and things sprinkled in, but then the last section of the cookbook is like recipes from the cast and crew, some, not crew, but Sherwood. Oh my gosh, what's his last name? The guy that developed it. Oh, right. Some recipes from him and cast members. So that's the so section. So that's where I pulled Barry's recipe from. Right. Yep. Yeah, Barry's recipe. I mean, <laughs> as I was cooking this thing, I'm like, Barry Williams has never eaten this pie in his life. There's just no way. I don't know. There's yeah. just no way. No. I wonder, yeah. Okay. Um. So... <laughs> maybe maybe it was like a family recipe of his i don't know there's no story in the cookbook about it okay so uh i he i was oh god well i was just gonna say i was a huge brady bunch fan yeah were you i was a like like pretty big fan the reruns yeah the reruns obviously were on, right like after you weren't school. even alive yet <laughs> when did it come out it ran from 1969 to 1974 okay. on yes. air. So it would have been like reruns probably after school. After school. I was watching. I yeah. would watch yeah. it every day. Yeah. Like religiously. I yeah. could tell you every episode. Yeah. And special. Do you have any favorite episodes that jump out um, to you? Okay. There was one where like, I don't remember whose sister she was, but she was like the crazy arty aunt came to visit. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of yeah. like, she was like, I'm sure there was some like small problem that got yeah. resolved, but she was like, I'm the cool childless aunt who came to visit and I travel around the world and I wear cool clothes and, yeah. um, you know, they all loved her, but there's probably some problem that I don't probably. remember. I remember being very enamored of that aunt. Yeah. And then I, I like always it. loved the go to Hawaii episode. Oh, you read my mind. That's yep. like the one that jumped, yeah. jumps out to me. Who doesn't remember? They went on other trips, right? But I don't remember them. I only remember yeah. why. The I tarantula. Think they, yes. Ugh. And Vincent Price. He was? Wasn't he the villain in the cave? Ugh. I think so. Yeah. I think he was. I love it. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Uh, 
So I looked up all the Brady characters. <laughs> yes. Where are they now? Where are they now? So. Okay, wait. Let's. Before you talk about that, I. Well, maybe you know this already. Okay. I was going to guess. I think that most of them are alive except for the dad. Did no. he die? Is he yes. alive? Yes. No, he died okay. young. He died young. But Florence Henderson oh, is dead, and okay. as is Anne B. Davis. Okay, that's right. But all the kids are alive. The kids are all alive. Okay. All right. Which I was, as I was cooking, I was thinking, it's really strange to me that all the Brady kids are alive, but yeah. one of the friends, Matthew Perry, is dead. Yeah. Seems odd, doesn't it? Yeah. But I mean, that's sad. you know, he's not, he's younger than them, but yeah, I was like, it's weird that all the Brady kids are still around. Here's a very extensive. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, are you going in? What are, are you well, going oldest first, to youngest? Uh, I'm. Well, you yes. can do any. You can I'm do, going oldest you to youngest, you and okay. I'm going girl, boy, girl, boy. Okay. I like it. Um, but first, let's just say Florence Henderson died in 2016 okay. at the age of 82. Robert Reed died at 59 from oh, colon man. cancer. Oof. Um, and he was also HIV positive and it mm-hmm. came out after he died that he was a homosexual mm-hmm. who never felt comfortable. And he even said, or no, Florence Henderson said like, come on, you think Mr. Brady could have been out? Like oh. the character, oh, or Robert right. Reed could not right. have been out as right. a gay person right. yeah. and played this Too role. Bad. So it was, that's a little sad yeah and then ann b davis died uh let's see she was in her 80s um i think she died oh 2014 88 yeah pretty good run for her um she never was in anything else after brady bunch why would you (laughs) it said it literally said in people magazine that she just lived off of her pension like her screen actor's pension she was into aerobics and theology (laughs) so i don't know what that's about um so let's see marcia marine mccormick Mm -hmm. she is 68 she uh you know you're this is gonna come up again again most of her life was brady reunions (laughs) and like one-offs on like love boat yeah and whatever came along reunions um she was on Hollywood Squares, Celebrity Fit Club, Dancing yeah. with the Stars. Nice. She had a memoir that came out in um, 2008 in which she admitted that she had struggled with sobriety using drugs and alcohol. She, um, But it, this was the cool thing. In 2020, she started working on a retro home renovation show. Um called frozen in time that's on the discovery plus channel that's cool. and she and a designer go around to like homes that are stuck in the past and yeah i was like that is the perfect use of marine mccormick and she looks great <laughs> yeah um i would say in my opinion she's like the most successful of okay. the yeah of the brady i mean whatever you can decide <laughs> so then we have greg barry williams barry. he is 69 years old he keeps a low profile, <laughs> but he did make an appearance on The Masked Singer. He did. Did and you watch it? I didn't, but he was also on uh, season seven of Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition on the Food Network. I didn't know about that. Um, and he didn't make it that far, but. Okay. Um, All right. 
And he some reality TV. Yeah. He yeah. he also was on Dancing with the Stars. I think huh. most people end up there eventually. He was on season thirty-two. Thirty-two? He is the oldest living cast member. Okay. He lives in Branson, Missouri, where he t- he performs with his musical group, Barry Williams and the Travelers. Now you might think it's Travelers, but it is not because there's an extra I in there. I was like, I don't even know what that word is, but it's travel instead of it's travel, I E R S. Okay. Yes. Have you ever been to Branson? No. Me either. I don't think I'll ever go to Branson. Probably not. And he's still doing Brady Bunch reunions and (laughs) themed shows. Yeah. Even now at age 69. (laughs) So next we have Jan Eve Plum. She's 66. Not much acting. She has turned her focus to painting. Hmm. She lives in Laguna Beach in New York. All right. Um, so after Brady Bunch, she was getting roles like Dawn in Dawn, <laughs> Portrait of a Teenage Runaway. Oh, no. Um, there was like a lot of that. Yeah. And I think eventually she was just like, no. And then she declined to be in a couple of the reunions. Mm-hmm. Um, so she now, you know, splits her time between Laguna Beach and New York and she's into painting. And this was the my favorite nugget from her Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah. which is going to tell you everything you know, need to know about how Eve Plum is living today. In 2016, she sold the Malibu home she purchased at the age of 11 what? in 1969. <laughs> she bought the 1950s beach bungalow for 55K and sold it for three and a half million. Oh, my God. So uh, I think like... Eve Plum, no worries. No. She's doing okay. <laughs> She's doing okay. She's doing okay. She doesn't need those uh, Brady reunions anymore. Mm-mm. So then we have Peter Christopher Knight, 66. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to talk about? No, but I feel like he was definitely on some reality oh, show. Oh, tons like, of yes. them. His, His name, name... His like, name comes up a lot. Right. So... He is most known for reality TV. He was on The Surreal Life. Okay, that's what I was thinking In 2003 to 2005. Okay. For some reason, it was a big deal that he would often be shirtless. (laughs) And people were like, wow, Christopher Knight is cut. And then he got all kinds of attention and was like back in the spotlight. And so then he on, I think on The Surreal Life, he fell in love with the former America's Next Top Model Winner, Adrian Curry. Do you remember this? I don't. Oh, I do. Because (laughs) then they had their own show, reality show called My Fair Brady. It was so bad. It was so bad. This is 2005. This is so bad. And then they married in 2006 and they had like a goth wedding. Whoa. Maybe it wasn't goth. Maybe it was gothic. Goth. Oh. I don't know. Let's go with gothic. And then uh, they separated in 2011. Okay. And uh, he had this whole other career in the computer industry starting in the 80s. He was like VP of marketing for some company in 1997. And I, I'm just like, how do you go from VP of marketing to the surreal life to My Fair Brady? Um <sighs> And his last appearance, I don't remember the year, but it was on Celebrity Food Fight. And <laughs> nice, nice. he's on his fourth wife. All right. I think all right. Christopher Knight, 
I'm going to be a little uncharitable and say he's the problem child. How old is he now? 66. Oh, 66. Okay. He's okay. Bad. Susan Olsen was Cindy. Mm-hmm. I forgot to get her age, but she kind of gave up acting. She yeah. doesn't act. She teaches acting to young people. She's into Animal Rescue, and okay. she does like she it. does all the Brady reunions. Mm-hmm. That's her life. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Everybody loves Cindy. She's so cute. Right. Yeah. And then Bobby, Mike Lookinland. She's such a weird name. <laughs> He's 63. Uh, well, he um, fell into some problems with alcohol, but eventually cleaned up. He said the problem was that he lived his childhood in his 20s. So when he was a kid, he was working, and then yep. Brady Bunch ended, and mm-hmm. he moved into his mm-hmm. 20s, and he was like the wild child because he never got to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he left a career in film production to make concrete countertops. Well, all right. I know. And his quote was, I was drawn to something more real that I could do <laughs> myself. So more power to you, yeah. Mike. Uh, that's it. Um, oh, just a little side note: the Brady, the Brady house, yes. the exterior, the when yes. it was shot for the yes. exterior, sold in twenty twenty three for three point two million. Yeah, I don't know. Is who... it in California? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's in Studio City. Okay, and it was the seller was HGTV. They bought the house to have the show a very Brady renovation that starred the Brady kids. This was like recent. And yeah. I guess they renovated the inside of the house, yeah. and then cool. HGTV sold it to somebody that wants it. But then <laughs> they went online and said that the house is crappy. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's where the Bradys are now. We took a quiz. So thorough. I know. I'm very impressed with your research. Uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time on it. Maybe too much time. It's good. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We did a quiz. We did a quiz. <laughs> Which Brady kid are you? Yes. Okay. Do you want to say it on three? Okay. One. So it's going to be one, two, three, say it? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Jan. <laughs> oh, no. <I> just... <laughs> oh, we just like blew out our mics because we both were so excited that we both said Jan, which is so um, 100% true. I loved oh, like, 100%. you know, like the shot comes, the like screen comes up and it's like, you got Jan. And then I'm you reading got- the blurb, and the two things that jumped out were, um, like, independent and, like, very hard on yourself. And I was like, check, check. Yeah. So, yeah. Although yeah. I'm not a middle child, but Jan. Oh, no, me neither, but very independent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100%. Gotta be Jan. Yeah. I got that Jan vibe. Smart. Right. Studious. I'm not I'm not a Marsha. That's pretty I'm not, obvious. I'm not a Marsha either. And I'm not no. cute enough to be Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Jan. Okay, moving on. It. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving right. on. Do you want to reveal sure. the cookbook sure. you picked for me? My cookbook <laughs> is the Tucci cookbook yes. by Stanley Tucci. <laughs> This book, cookbook High is from pick. 2012. I know he's had another one since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, in case you don't know, Stanley Tucci is very into his Italian heritage. <laughs> yes. And so it's all Italian recipes. And, uh, you know, I have gotten so into his show that he did for CNN. Stanley Tucci, Searching for Italy. Nice. I watched seasons one and two. I was able to watch. Oh. I was able to find 
I was able to watch the Tuscany episode, which Ooh. features part of my recipe. But oh, nice. oh my god, I loved it. Loved nice. it. I want to go back and watch more. I know. I he's watched, so charming. We watched the whole thing. We watched the so whole great. like all seasons. We and then he's gonna have another one, but he got kicked off CNN. Yep. So I think it's gonna be Nat on Geo, I Nat think. Geo. Yep. Okay. And I think so. it's fi- it might be filming now. So it might be a while. Exciting. I, know. I was like, but I was kind of like, how many more you? You did like two seasons. Like, what's left to say? Know. What what adventures are left? But it's gonna be like a ten part Whoa. season. What uh, what were some of your favorite episodes? Um, I liked season one was really good because he did like Rome, mm-hmm. Tuscany. Yeah. Uh, well, Rome. Yeah. What else? Oh, um, oh, the Amalfi Coast. Is that where um, White Lotus season two was set? Probably it was it was a long those were really good episodes. Um, But then he does all these episodes as it goes on, like in the in northern Italy and all these areas I never knew anything about. It's fascinating. Everything is beautiful. The food like it makes you so hungry. And I think he's just like has the personality to absolutely do this show. Like he's just he's very like open, unassuming, like interested and. He really likes to eat. Like, there's nothing he won't eat because yeah. they'll be like, "This is long," and he's like, "Great," yeah. you know. And I would be like, "Um, oh, no, I'm gonna pass on that." Um, yeah. So, so what was the recipe? The recipe was um, pasta casserole with Maria Rosa sauce, which is a red yes. sauce. And I learned on the Tuscany episode. Um, he lived in, he and his family lived in Florence for a year when he was 12 ish, I think. So that in the seventies and, um, his dad, um, got to go there to study. Oh, his dad was an art art teacher. Art teacher. So they were studying, he was studying art. So they lived there for a year in Florence. So he talked about that in the episode and he and his mom, we, um, you see them making part of this red sauce, which was like, Right, you were okay. trying to get tips. <laughs> Got some tips. Yeah. Some tips on the sauce. Um, yeah, that was a cute episode because his parents came over to do the episode with him, kind of. So they were, like, going around yeah. and, like, looking at stuff that they had looked at when they Yeah, like, where there. they lived. Yeah, they went to buy their apartment, mm-hmm. and then they cooked together, and it was yeah. just kind of like, oh. Yeah, it was sweet. Because, yeah. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah. So um, that red sauce, Maria Rosa, is named after their neighbor, I believe. Oh, right. That yes. made this sauce. Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we want to talk about our experience? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. What, how was what it for you? you? <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Where to start? Oh, no. All right. This casserole, it's got red sauce that I talked about from scratch. Yes. White sauce from scratch. Four different kinds of cheeses. Swiss chard. That you have to oh, no. boil and like wilt down. Oh. Um, I start, it took me three <laughs> hours. <laughs> and I'm going to say, you know what I said in the first oh, episode no. about how I, um, I, I hate, this is why I love baking is that you do it and then like the oven does the work and you can like yeah. rest. And this was like on. hands on. And like when I was waiting for the water to boil, I was like, oh, I can sit down. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and it once, I mean, it's in the oven for the last half hour. So that was also nice. Oh my God. Um, uh, I guess I didn't but, really consider that. I just got so excited about it and I didn't think like, this is time intensive. This would be great. Like the, in the description of the recipe, they talk about like making, you could make this the day before oh. and then have it like 
ready to go like okay. to bake for your guests which could be good because it's kind of like a lasagna uh kind of no yeah so it's um it has two kinds of sauce how did i miss this you're mixing you're mixing the pasta so they recommend farfalle which as everybody knows means butterfly in italian oh, right? okay it like a butterfly or yep. a bow tie yep bow tie um, and yes so you mix the pasta with the white sauce a little bit of the red sauce the swiss chard three of the cheeses was there anything else I don't you know. like mix that all together, then put it in the casserole, put some Parmesan on top, so, and bake it. Yeah, and right? you bake it. Yep. Okay, just to like get it all like. What's the white cheesy. sauce? The white sauce is kind of like um, Bechamel it starts with the roux. Yeah, okay, so you roux. do um, flour, butter, mix yeah, that together. Okay, add in the milk, oh, some, sounds... a little bit of nutmeg and some salt and pepper. And I will give credit to Stanley Tucci. I it was like cook for 10 minutes like it'll thicken up and i'm like this isn't thickening up but it did it did all right even on like a medium low heat so nice um easy to follow i think just time intensive and um three hours. like nothing that's especially difficult but okay. a lot of like active time was there a, a lot, lot of, of bowls, a lot of bowls was there a lot of like chopping slash slash sous chefing because that is always like my uh, downfall yeah, yeah. Um, for the red sauce, yes, you're chopping up carrot, celery, and oh onions, gosh. and garlic. It's not like huge quantities of each. Okay. Um, and you know, you put on some music and okay. it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, right? yeah, there's that. Like yeah. if you're in the mood to chop. Yes. That's great. But yes. sometimes you're like another thing to chop. I would not, this is not a weeknight no. dinner. <laughs> Like this is well, like, it is if you want to eat at eleven. <laughs> yeah, if you want to eat at eleven. Okay. This is like for a Saturday, like we're recording yeah. today. Like you. Do you feel like this is, a, is an occasion meal? Like you might make it for a holiday or a dinner, or like a dinner party or like a family. Sure, you could. Okay. Um, Stanley Tucci says this is like his kid's favorite oh. dish. It's like a you know. Like he has five children. Five kids. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, what else do I have to say about it? Um, actually, well, like the sauce went really well, and I was like, this is like, this is like not too time intensive, and like, I just had no idea what, what was, was coming. What was coming? Okay. Um, um, do you ever cook with yeah. Swiss chard? This was my first time, first time cooking with Swiss chard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in the produce section, and nothing was labeled Swiss chard. Like, there was rainbow chard and green chard. But then when I Googled oh. Swiss chard, like, they just said you could do any. Oh. Like, you could just use. Oh, you can. Green chard. What's rainbow chard? Um, chard. Is it chard or chard? Chard. Or? Swiss, char- Swiss chard. Chard. I would chard. say chard. Chard. Okay. Um, rainbow chard looked like it was, like, I didn't look too closely at it. It looked like okay. it had some purple Oh. It. Oh, but okay. I just got the regular chard. Um, and, yeah, it's got a, th- like, they're big leaves. Is it, like, thick kale? stem in the middle. Similar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, like I bought, it calls for a pound, but it really cooks down like when you're wilting yeah. it. So yeah. Um, yeah, okay. we did it. <laughs> we did it. In the it. nick of time, you we made, made it. it. Okay. Um, I'm so excited to try it. It looks really it, good. It smells it good. It looks delicious. We'll just have to see like if it's worth the, it looks if so it's worth good, the time. I have to say. <laughs> All right. Well. 
How did yours go? Let's move on to Barry's showstopper. (laughs) Showstopper. I mean, this is obviously from the time before there was the British Bake Off. Or you would not say showstopper. That's true. Yeah, because that cookbook came out in 94. Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. I feel like Barry kind of had this reputation of being like a hippie, kind of. Mm -hmm. But like... Mm, So I feel like this is trying to be like vegetarian hippie pie. Um, You know, it's pretty easy. It has um, some breadcrumbs that you put on the bottom of the pan. Like you're not even making a crust. You just, you butter the bottom of the pan and you sprinkle on breadcrumbs and that's your crust. How much bread? Like only like a quarter cup. It's like a That's dust. That's not going to cover it. Dust. Well, I might have fudged it a little. But I mean, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know how much, how many right. more. But I so wanted, not meant to be a crust. No, really. but I wanted it to be more covered. Yeah. And I felt like a quarter cup. This is my issue with this recipe. The measurements. Yeah. So a quarter cup of breadcrumbs. Not quite enough. Um, and then you're cooking onions. Okay. With garlic. You have some tomatoes and then like. A shit ton of zucchini. <laughs> like a lot of zucchini. I was like, okay. And then, so you cook those vegetables, and then once they're done, you let it stand for a while, and then you're pouring in a milk-egg combo. You're okay. putting it, you're putting that milk-egg-vegetable combo, you're putting half of it in. It's sounding like quiche-ish. I, I think it is kind yeah. of quiche-ish. Huh. They we'll don't find say, out. Yeah, they just say pie. It's just pie, yeah. And then... You put half of that mixture in the pie plate. You put in your you put on your Swiss cheese, which this was the weirdest thing. A third of a pound of Swiss cheese. Hmm. So I figured out that that's like two thirds of a cup. Okay. Why not put two thirds yeah, of a just cup? Just two thirds. Yeah. And then underneath yep. it, it said a quarter cup of grated Parmesan, which I was like, now you switch to cups. So yeah, I feel like Alice's. Brady Bunch cookbook could have used an editor. Some editing. Yep. So yep. I fudged it, though, and just said, it's a cup of cheese. Two-thirds of a cup of cheese. Close che- enough. What the? And then, um, yeah, so then you put the rest of the mixture in, and then you top it with Parmesan and dots of butter. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know. It, when it was <laughs> cooked and the vegetables were cooking, I was like, yeah. I'm not sure about this because it just looked like a limp mess. Like a yeah. limp zucchini mess. And like I, are, you're sauteing them Yeah, first? and okay. I don't really love zucchini cooked that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you mix in some milk and some butter and some cheese and like anything's possible, right? Yep. Yeah, so then you you just bake it for 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I was supposed to put a tester in it and see that it came out clean and I did not do that. So I'm hoping that this berry showstopper does not kill us. <laughs> With undercooked undercooked eggs. But, I mean, it's easy to make. Okay, that's good. Jury's out on how it tastes. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. All right. So we're going to take a break and try these two amazing celebrity dishes. And we'll let you know, what did they taste like? And we're back. We're back we're and back. pretty stuffed. And we are full. Heading into carb, carb yeah. coma. Car- let's get all the information <laughs> out before we just fall asleep at yeah. the table. Uh-huh. Although, I will say, 
Barry's showstopper, very low carb. That's true. You're right. It's just, you're right. Tucci, very high carb. <laughs> so again, high low. It's keeping with our theme. High low. It's, yeah, it's more the pasta that's low culture, low, but low carb. <laughs> High culture, <laughs> high carb. Yeah. Right. Okay, so where do you want to start? Do you oh want to start gosh. with Barry's Showstopper? Um, sure. Think? Let's do it. Let's okay. start with the pie, which what? was okay. not really a pie. Was it okay. a pie? Was it a quiche? Was it a frittata? I have no idea. The first thing is, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Agree. It was good. It was good. I agree. Here are the weird things. The the breadcrumbs, not good. It, for me, it did not add anything to it. And then they got a little um, gluey because, because they had you butter the pan. Yeah. So they're like, butter the pan and then sprinkle the breadcrumbs. Yep. I feel like this is poor man's crust. Where <laughs> yeah. you're like, you want a crust, but you don't want to do any of the work. But we didn't want this crust. No. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of wondering, like, well, I could you... Could you just use a store-bought dough? I have the same note. You could just use a a store-bought frozen crust. crust, And you just throw this in there. Or maybe you don't even need a crust. You might not need a... I mean, a frittata does not have a crust. And I I feel like that's kind of what's edging towards. So you could just skip the breadcrumbs. Agree. Skip the breadcrumbs. Then it's no carbs. Okay. No carb. I zucchini is not my favorite no. vegetable, but it was like I didn't mind it in this. The Swiss oh. cheese was good. Swiss cheese was really good. Yeah, yeah. If it didn't have that, it would be pretty a sad meal. <laughs> yes. But it's so cheese makes everything better. Cheese makes so it's so under seasoned. This I've noticed this with so many recipes like that are from eighties, nineties. You said this book is, I could uh, look 94. Like, 94. Yep. Not enough seasoning. I don't know how to fix it. I think at no point did they tell you to salt anything. Yeah, and I'm strange. like, yeah, you needed salt. You well, needed- when would you, I guess you could season before you added the egg in, you could have yep. added some salt and pepper and like tasted that. They one, had you add pepper. Oh. But no salt. <laughs> All right. Maybe but a little bit of salt. I'm thinking salt, pepper, um, Maybe you mentioned you ch- like some basil, right? You're chopping up fresh basil, or you could mm-hmm. put dried, maybe, maybe oregano. Yeah. I don't know, some kind of spice yeah. combination. Yeah. And then uh, you could do you could do red pepper flakes if you want to be hot. Sure. But like, it's just so bland. It's kind of like Saturday night at the old folks' home, <laughs> where you don't want anyone's diet to be upset. It's just like this limp zucchini kind of mixture with some cheese. It's kind of comforting but it's also like yeah. completely bland like if you're on a bland diet you want to make berries show stuff <laughs> so those are the two things but you know what easily fixable yes i mean yep i don't know how many listeners are running out <laughs> and trying to get this brady bunch cookbook and make berry show but it's fixable you could turn this into like your own showstopper i feel like yeah you could make some edits. You could definitely, but then by probably time, I, probably by the time I'm done, it's a totally different. This different cookbook, recipe. this cookbook might be returning to half price books in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Okay, so keep an eye out. Um, I also or just, a little free library. Yeah, I want to call out that on the next page, <clears throat> it's California winter boiled. So water. weird. There's more than one of those in that section. 
And I don't really one to two cups understand. ice, a medium saucepan, and a stove. Like I know they're trying to be funny. I know it's supposed to be funny, but like it's like a jokey recipe. It's not funny. Would you make berries, showstopper, zucchini, and Swiss cheese pie again? With or without edits? I'm going to be honest and say no, because mm-hmm. I'm all about honesty. <laughs> You're Jan. I'm Jan. I'm nothing if not transparent, honest, and true. Um, because, because if I want a recipe like this, there are so many other recipes out there that yes. are better. And that, like, I have a frittata recipe that I love. And it's more flavorful because it has goat cheese. Mm, yeah. It's got like a pepper green or red pepper, goat cheese. Um, it just has more. It's and no no crust. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't I just be making this frittata? Right. So and I'm gonna say unfortunately, no. <laughs> What's your take? Sorry, Barry. Um yeah, I don't know. I think we've said it all. Like the filling was fine. I didn't think it was as bland as oh. you. Okay. Thought, um, but the breadcrumbs have to go. Either take them away you or... You were really bothered by those breadcrumbs. <laughs> I was got, like, well... Well, when I glanced at the recipe before I gave it to you, I'm like... Breadcrumbs. It was so weird that it was just such a little amount of breadcrumbs in the bottom. <laughs> and then it said something like spread them up around the sides. And I'm like, you can't do that with well, this tiny amount of breadcrumbs. You can if you've got butter there. You can like pat it down. But it does... it does form like a bread like a it becomes like a solid yeah. thing um but it's not quite a crust so yeah i think yeah it's better not to have it there. no crust or try a store like put that filling in a okay would you make it crust. would you make it though would you make it again i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so like you i mean there's like... other like we have other we have access oh, to many so other many yeah recipes. so many it's really yes. gotta wow us <laughs> Life is short. Life is right? short, Barry. Life is we only short. A few, we only eat a few meals a day. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so so that's a good, that was a good, um, it's good with some other things. Like if you're not eating it just just the pie, I think like, what if you had a salad? What if you sure <laughs> some other things going on? But yeah. Okay. All right. Moving, moving on. on. Pasta casserole. Pasta casserole. I thought <sighs> it was delicious. It was good. It was really good. I like if you're digging in on the edges, you're not going to get as much of the, like, delicious, oh. like, cheesy filling. Like, where it's, yeah. you know, if you get a pocket where, like, it's all all that deliciousness is mixed together, like, the red sauce and the white sauce and the cheeses. you got to have it all. you got to have it if all. If you get a spoonful with every single thing, yes. the Swiss chard, the, all the four cheeses, the, the pasta, it, uh, it's just, it's really good. It's really good. It's good. It has a different taste than a lasagna, and I think it's because the sauce has those vegetables in it. Yes. So it's, it's got yep. celery, carrot, pepper, onion. Uh, onion, garlic. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so it like had a little bit of a sauce. different taste. Yeah. And I thought it was really good. It's good. I think I can see why uh, his kids like it because it's just very. I can. Oh. This is a very kid friendly dish, right? Yeah. It's pasta. It's cheese. It's sauce. I don't know. Kids might be. Some kids don't like vegetables, but. Oh, but I think when it's they're all cooked up like that. You can't, like, I couldn't really taste no. the chard. You can just see the, you can see some green in there. Right. But, yeah. But really the question is, would I make, would we make this oh, again? Oh, would you make it again? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. It's too much work. It's a lot of work. 
It's a um, lot of work. You know, if you wanted to, like, Stanley Tuje, if you're listening, Which block your ears. He, he is, is listening. 100%. He's a friend of the pod. Right. Friend of the pod, <laughs> Stanley. You could potentially use, like, a jarred red <gasps> sauce. Oh, my God. Katie, what are you saying? I'm jarred? saying if you didn't want to spend 45 minutes make or cooking a red sauce from scratch. I just, I think... But do you feel like the red, like oh, that God. from scratch sauce, like you gotta have it's it. You gotta have it. Yeah. You I mean, why, why even bother if you're not gonna make the sauce? Even if, well, yeah, that's a good point because even if you used a jarred sauce, you still have to do all the other steps. Steps. It's a lot of steps. If I made it again, um, I would, you know, again, not a weeknight. <laughs> do right. it on a week. Do it on a Saturday. Yeah. And then if you do all the work on a Saturday, stick it in the fridge. You know, just let it come to room temperature the next right. day, and then you can just pop it in the oven for 30 minutes just to warm it up. Oh, that's true. So that could be, you know, so if you're feeding a crowd, it's just, just be ready for the, be ready work. for the work. One thing that came through in the Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy show is just how culturally different yeah. Italy is from America in terms of how much time they want to spend cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's no thing to spend a whole afternoon right. cooking for mm-hmm. all these people he visits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at one point there was like a family festival or like a family gathering or something. And like the the women, of course, the women, the women had been cooking for two days to yeah. prepare all the dishes that were needed for this family reunion. Yeah. And, yeah. but you know, there's like a lot of joy in it. And like, yeah. There's a lot of like, well, of course we're spending all these hours cooking. Why wouldn't yeah. we? This is like yeah. the fun part of life. Yeah. And I think we just have a really different, we're always like, how quick can I make it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 30 minute, 30, 30 minute, minute meals, 30 minute, 30 one minute. pot, sheet pan. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like that too. Yes. I don't want to spend hours, but then I, sometimes I think about it. And I'm like, why not spend three hours cooking something? Why yeah. not? It's time well spent. And then yeah. you have this beautiful meal and like, we yeah. just don't, we don't value that it's always like as fast as you can go yeah and as few ingredients as you can use so that's a great point like i didn't feel i was not stressed while making this recipe like i had some music going yeah like what else am i doing on a saturday afternoon like it was (laughs) it was not like technically difficult no and and as you're like you're building that flavor and that sauce, and yeah. you're seeing all the elements come yeah. together, like you're like, yeah, like I'm creating, you know, you're creating yeah. this delicious, nutritious yeah. meal, and that's very Sometimes, fulfilling. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's Sometimes worth it when I'm cooking, I will find myself very tense. Yeah. And I'm like, gotta get this done. This now, this yes. now they want this do this and I'm like can't wait to get this and then I'll just be like what are you doing Mm -hmm. there's no rush here and like yeah you can use that time to like slow down and be like I am just cooking yeah I'm not on my phone I'm not watching tv there's nothing else expected of me than to do the next step yeah and if you can get in that frame of mind it's very calming to me because I'm like you just do the next step the thing is going to tell you what you it's do right next. There. And then you're in good hands. You have this amazing food tradition. at the end, and it does feel really good to have cooked something like that. Yeah. yeah. It I, does feel good. And now, you know, if I made this again, I would, you know, now I know. I know. That's the great thing about making yeah, something is that the you first know, time you're aware through of the is so rough. Yeah. Like, you're, I don't know. Because, like, 
um, inspired by Stanley Tucci, I last Sunday made a wild mushroom risotto. That's right. How did it go? It was so delicious. But, you know, I'm making this risotto and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're supposed to let the broth cook Mm, off mm -hmm. and then you add more. And you do that like five times. And I'm like, it's supposed to be kind of, not dry, but kind of dry at the end. Like you don't want it to be like a soup. Mm -hmm. So you have to let the broth cook off. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um, you know, then I was like, oh, but this is, this is turning out, this is going to be so good. And it was so good. So good that I was like, this is in regular rotation. Like, I'm going to do this. All right. Like, I'm going to, this is going to be one of the things that I know how to make. Yeah. Like, I just decided. Yeah. This is so good. And it had wild mushrooms and peas. Oh, all right. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, Mm. out of this, like, it kind of makes like a, the mushrooms make their own, like, broth, like Mm -hmm. their own, like, they add to the broth with yeah. that taste. And it was just like, Yum. this is amazing. Yeah. And like, they make a lot of risotto in the show. So I was like really curious. Yeah. So yeah, I was, well, I felt inspired. I've changed my mind. Yes. Oh, you would make this I again. would make this again. <laughs> with, I know. Trying to pressure you. No, it's okay. I'm I... just saying. Hmm. It's yeah. very good. But you do need to have time. You just need to ma- you just make sure you have the time. Make sh- maybe I, open maybe open some wine. I feel like all the recipes in the Tucci cookbook are not a quick weeknight meal. Right. You, this is like family meal. Yes. For gathering and like you know yeah that has its place and that you know a be- another benefit of this recipe it makes a big you're making a yeah. big pan of pasta yeah so that's yeah know, that's yeah. not just a what you know unless you're feeding a big family right. that's gonna be one night but right for a couple people it'll right. last you a little bit yeah. It was good. Very good. Yeah. Okay, so. Time to vote. I think we, we know who the winner is here. It's pretty clear. The Tooch. The Tooch is walking away with it. We'll let him know. We'll let him know. He can pick up his award at his convenience. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, so. Katie. Uh, yes. It's your turn. It sure is. To announce the next theme for next month's cookbook challenge. I had another idea in mind. But I pivoted at the last minute. I'm gonna oh. say that idea maybe is like coming soon. Okay. A different, okay. A different episode. But for next episode, the theme is oh my god, awards season cocktails what? or mocktails. Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! We are right in the middle of awards we season. Are. We still have more to come. Grammys, BAFTAs, Oscars are still coming. We've okay. like we've had okay. Golden Globes. Emmys have happened already. Do you um, watch? Do you watch all of those awards? I know you watch. I the usually Oscars. don't. Oscars for sure. Um, do you watch not really. Grammys? Not really. All right, but no, still, no. I love this theme. Cocktails or mocktails. Cocktails or mocktails. Oh my god! It can be. It can you be know, anything. When I think about award season, you know, the, uh, you know, you think about champagne, so that could be <gasps> part of it. But it could also be like themed like a theme with like maybe a big movie or tv oh show this God. year oh wow you're really gonna have to think hard on this let's get creative i don't know what my mind is racing it's so exciting yeah all right everybody we're coming next so coming join next us next month february for our next episode okay it's Cocktails or mocktails for awards yes. season? Yes. Okay. A awards celebratory season. cocktail. Yes. A celebratory yes. cocktail. I love it. Are you going to wear a gown for our <laughs> next taping? Will we come oh my dressed gosh. up? 
Uh, and also, everyone, will we also be visited by the Harry Chef? Oh, God, maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned. Keep, um, we'll see. <laughs> will Rebecca be able to get him from the estate sale uh, next Friday? Which we'll is, find out. Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Recipe Challenge Pod for photos of our dishes from today um, and probably a photo of the Harry Chef. <laughs> Be warned. And, yeah, don't be eating when you look at the chef. No. Uh, maybe access to the recipes? Yeah, we could do, we've done, like, screenshots in the past, or photos of the past, or yeah. links before, so. Um, I almost think it would be funny to say, Barry's Showstopper available <laughs> upon request. Only if you only, really Only if want you really it. want it. Only if you really want it. <laughs> All right. All right, Thanks everyone. For listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.